0: This week, we have a man who wants to know if his preferences make him a misogynist, a husband who is too embarrassed to be seen with his wife, a woman who can't look past her lackluster proposal, and a fiancé who gets too close to his fiancée's family. But if you're a Patreon, or if you're a patron on Patreon, You also get a mother-in-law that demands that her granddaughter be protected from the evils of sex. If that sounds interesting to you, you can join the Patreon on patreon.com slash Cultivate Podcast Network, become a patron, and get bonus stories on Monday and Friday. But uh, yeah, that's everything. Reddit on Wiki starts now. your boy Sean. <laughs> Perfect. Great. I think I did all right. Nailed it's it. uh shine, jine, and jine. Actually no jine today. <laughs> uh, it's just Sean and Josh here.
1: Never jine. <laughs> Never jine. <laughs> <laughs> What's up?
0: Welcome to another Monday Reddit reading. Uh, chew- oh,
1: Oh, dear God. Sean. Sean, are you there? <laughs>
0: All right. Okay. Yeah. Whew. Another Monday, two Mondays in a row with your boy. Uh, apologies uh, if you hate me, uh, but uh, you can't stop me. Uh, we are T minus five days. Yes. Six days. I, I don't know how no. the T minus works I'll to our, go, our live It was that
1: Monday, so it'll be four days. I'm there Friday in the afternoon. Yes, but... I'm talking about the live show. Oh, I was talking about when I get to see you, but I see where the priorities oh. lie. I understand. Well, yeah, I mean, money, of course. No, of course, yeah, the money. I get it. I get it. <laughs> this is strictly a business
0: relationship, Joshua. <laughs> I cry every time. Yeah, just kidding, brother. Uh, but yes, we are we are five days away from seeing each other and having lunch together in person. Yes. And six days away from having all of y'all on the live show, hopefully, if you bought tickets.
1: I have to get up so early for my flight. <laughs> it's at five <laughs> five thirty AM. Oh brother. Yeah. So we'll we'll get you coffee as soon as you land. I might try and sleep. <laughs> the whole Oh the, for sure. The whole way down there, but uh yeah. I'm excited to come see you. Come try uh Bucky's. Oh, yeah, Bucky's. Barbecue. Barbecue for sure.
0: And I th- I feel like we should do like a, a, a good old In-N-Out versus Whataburger. Ooh. Okay, situation. Then I could finally I have like a reference. Feel like that would be good content. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I like that. I finally understand both ways. Uh I feel like you may be a healthier person than me, so you probably like In-N-Out. In-N-Out has a little more veggies. Uh Whataburger is a fucking it's just Meat and sauce and cheese, and it's <laughs> fucking awesome. Uh, John doesn't think so,
1: but uh, uh, I love it. Yeah, I don't know if I'm a healthier person than you. I definitely eat terribly. <laughs> I have okay, they were on the same. I have a good metabolism, is what it is. <laughs> oh, what I would do for one of those, <laughs>
0: but anything you want to talk about before we hop into our first story?
1: Uh, beautiful monday well i mean speaking of the live show you can get our tickets still uh for the next few days uh link will be in the description uh we're gonna be reading stories we're, we're gonna be aing your cues is what i'll, I'll put there that. it is <laughs> uh absolutely yeah so it'll, it'll be kind of like a chill episode where we all bring stories to the to the show and uh answering questions from you guys and yeah it'll be it'll be super fun so yeah once again you can get the tickets down uh link in the description um and you can Check us out live. If you can't make it, still want access to it, uh, we will provide access to the episode to people who have bought tickets after, uh, if they cannot make the live. So just making that clear as well. All right. Without further ado, let's jump into this
0: first story here. This is cross-posted from r slash Ask Feminists. Cross-posted by. Uh, gotta be a goat at this point. Dog mid score Vader. One hundred percent. They've been most of is, November, I think. <laughs> yeah, gotta be. Yeah. Like multiple stories on a single year episode is multiple times. Yeah. It's pretty impressive. It's crazy. <laughs> okay. So this is a man who wants to know if his preferences make him a
1: misogynist. Hmm. Potentially. <laughs> yeah, potentially for sure. Well, here's the thing. You can have preferences. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, and i think we've talked about this but once you vocalize your preferences to uh make someone else feel bad that's when it's you're a piece of shit i think that's where we're we're at uh, i i in agreement on that where it's like yeah you can have your preferences be attracted to who you're attracted to it's when you start making other people feel bad uh because you're you're not attracted to them all right let's get into it then Let's see if we're
0: on the on the same pack with this story, okay. same track, probably same track. No, same pack. That's the word we're I We're pack. Thinking. All right, same pack. <laughs> I am a 29 year old man, and I prefer to date younger women. When I use dating apps, I set my filters to show only women in the 18 to 25 range.
1: Oh, so literally going straight against the genre. <laughs> yeah, just so vehemently against it. Oh, yeah, that's gross. This is my preference because
0: I find women in that age range the most attractive. Why? My current girlfriend, who I've been seeing for five months, will be turning 19 in January. Oh, okay. <laughs> Do you believe I'm a misogynist for having this preference? If your answer is yes, why is it any different for women who only pursue men who have a certain height Or men who make a certain amount of money. That's way different. Be respectful. Thank you.
1: Okay. So here's the thing. Go off. Uh, Yeah. I mean, comparing those two is wild. One is like a a (laughs) grooming and the other one is, you know, preference based on height, uh, amount of money made. Again, if those, if women are making fun of short people, short men, because they're not interested in them, they suck for a different reason than you do. You're, yeah. you seem to be dating younger women because you like the control. Uh, I'm assuming because why else would that be the attraction? Like what's, what else is the attraction? You know what I mean? For him? Like, I, I, I just don't understand. Uh, he didn't go into any detail why he finds them more attractive. Uh, so yeah. And I like that he, I like that he put She's turning 19 just because he didn't want to write the words. She's 18. Yeah, so my current girlfriend is fucking 18 years old, actually. You fucking scumbag. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. So you are a misogynist. I think that's how you'd use that. Maybe. You're a groomer. Uh, I'll call you that. Groomer for sure.
0: Yeah. Okay, so he- here are some comments. The OP, who I guess was getting fucking owned, <laughs> good wrote, From what I can see, this question has not been asked on this subreddit for at least a month, probably more. Why are you removing my posts? To which the moderator of the sub, Callie the Cat, writes, You are not going to have a good time here, dude. (laughs) Nobody wants to talk to you about your child bride and why you only think women are hot until they're 25. I promise, like, no one is going to be nice to you about this. Yeah. And let's be real, you don't really give a fuck if we think it's misogynistic or not,
1: you're not going to change your mind. That is true. Cause like posting that and then being like, I don't actually give a fuck what you guys think. Uh, if you could call me a misogynist, you're, you're based, you're calling, uh, you know, p- uh, women who think don't date t- shorter men or whatever, uh, are, are the exact same as me. So it's a wild straw man argument. I don't know. He's not going to change his mind Yeah, <laughs> very clearly to which he writes child bride. Are you <laughs> kidding me? I also
0: didn't say that I only like women under or 25 and under. I just said that the, it was my preference. Also, I am interested with what feminists have to say because I believe it's anti-feminist to call me a misogynist for having a simple preference.
1: What? To which, <laughs> uh, I don't even know how to process <laughs> that one. That was just yeah. the stupidest thing I've heard of, but yeah, yeah, go
0: ahead. <laughs> To which Grace Lee commented, is this inherently misogynistic? Eh, I'm sure you don't hate women. You just want to control them. Is it creepy? Yes. Hell yes. A thousand percent yes. I'll answer the second part for you as well. Because as far as money is concerned, you're not going to find too many women who will feel bad about wanting stability. For example, if a woman was asking for around 100K a year, Why would she settle for someone who makes 35 or 50K? Financially, it doesn't make sense. In a partnership, she will be carrying the majority of the financial load. One person carrying a lot of things builds resentment and it builds it fast. That's a preference anyone is entitled to have. Relationships are about love, but they're also about stability. We're living in the real world. Also, height. Okay, it's a preference. It's just like about 80% of the guys on dating apps who proclaim, quote unquote, no fatties. (laughs) Just about everyone has a preference. Yeah. The important thing to remember is the reason
1: for your preference. I I agree with most of what they said. Uh, For me, it feels like he's being misogynist. If he's looking to just control women, that to me is misogyny. But that was my only gripe with their comment. Yeah. And then one more comment.
0: The user got cropped out, but you wanting to date high schoolers is weird and creepy. (laughs) You have inherent power over them due to age, experience, and almost every other facet of your life. It's predatory outright. Their prefrontal lobe isn't even developed yet, and I would know because I'm 19. And it's not about attractiveness as well. Plenty of attractive, gorgeous women within your own age range. However, grown-ass women are less difficult to be controlled and to mold into what you want them to be, Therefore, I would see how they'd be
1: out of the question for you. Hope that was respectful enough for you. <laughs> I mean, that is exactly what it is. He just, and that's why when we, we had this conversation a few uh, weeks ago now, where it was like, if you're a younger woman and uh, you're approached by an older man who wants to date you, uh, you got a question of why like women in his own age range are not interested. Uh, yeah. It's, it's set, it sets off red flags for me anyway. Because, yeah, there are multitude of different single women all across the age spectrum. It's not hard yeah. to find someone around your age, you know what I mean? Especially now with the, the internet dating world, uh, it's a few swipes away. So, yeah, I don't know. It, it's a, he's, he's definitely a creep. Yeah. And to me, a misogynist. But Dude, if you are
0: 29, you have no business dating a girl that just graduated high school, brother. Or could still the... be in high school. <laughs> Yeah. So gross. And the fact that you're like, is it really a problem? You know, it's a problem,
1: brother. You absolutely know it's a problem. Yeah. You fucking weirdo. Yeah. I don't know. It's like we said, there's, there's no changing his mind. He's going to be a creep. Yeah. But it's good to, to just to look out for it. Uh, yeah. Because the more information that's out there, the better. So that's kind of what we're, we're trying to do. Alright,
0: let's move on to our next story. This one is cross-posted from the subreddit R slash true off my chest from user Blood Unicorn Valkyrie. Ooh. That's a goat. This is a husband who is too embarrassed to be seen with his wife. Hmm. Okay. Uh it's it's as bad as you think it okay. is. Okay. Right, I was like, go. this
1: could be like a you know, it has a twist where it's like, oh I don't know. Like <laughs> She you would hope she kicked, would hope. she kicks cats or something like that. Yeah. I'm embarrassed by that. <laughs> I'm embarrassed because she's
0: too beautiful for me. Yeah. Or, we wish. Yeah, we some wish sort it was of Twist
1: like that. Or yeah, it's actually a good twist. Not the twist. I said <laughs> my twist is bad. No, nope. <laughs> the husband is just Satan. Okay. Well, it's unfortunate.
0: So I've
1: had a terrible
0: week and I really need to get all of this off of my chest. Sorry in advance for my fucked up grammar and spelling as I'm using my tablet, which is terrible for me to type this up with while my phone is sitting in rice. I've had that happen to me. (laughs) My husband and I have been going through marriage counseling over this. My husband is just not physically attracted to me anymore. I'm 5'3", 158 pounds. I started gaining weight before we got married. It was happy relationship weight. I've gained nearly 55 pounds in the last three years, and I am so embarrassed about it. I was gaining weight before my pregnancy, no mental or health issues. It just felt good to eat for once. Yeah. As in my youth, I had restricted myself a lot. But now I can't stop. I'm bored eating so much too. I have a one-year-old son and I'm a stay-at-home mom, so it's even harder to stop. I've tried limiting my calories so many times that I end up failing after a few months. And our marriage counselor told me that I need to work on my appearance for my husband. Ooh. We are in our... Yeah. Yeah. That's a bad marriage I don't know counselor. if this is <laughs> Yeah, I don't think this is a good counselor.
1: Oh my god.
0: We are in our late 20s and she says it's still possible for me to look great after children if I make it one of my priorities. And I do believe she's right. Who? She looks fantastic. She has two kids and she's pretty thin and she doesn't look like she has a belly unless she wears shapewear like I do, lol.
1: Who is this marriage counselor? What the fuck? Yeah,
0: I think you need an actual. I don't know if they're a licensed therapist. If they are, you got to get a new one because
1: this reminds me I don't of your think doctor. This one is Sean. good.
0: <laughs> yeah, my doctor that fucking fat shames me. Yeah, just oh, by the way, you. he also told me. Yeah, he's like, hey, everything looks good, but in the next year, if you could lose about like thirty to forty pounds, <laughs> I would love that. And I was like, in what world do you think that? Do you think if I could? <laughs> You don't think if I could, I would, you think I want to be 30, 40 pounds heavier than my actual weight should be. Yeah. No, I, I would fucking lose it if it was just that easy doctor. I don't know what to tell you. So I truly don't know why I don't pick a new doctor. I just get roasted every year,
1: but imagine that like, so imagine the rage you feel towards your doctor, towards someone who is not qualified to comment on like, like health benefits of weight loss. You know what I mean? Like this is just purely uh, like uh, marriage counseling, marriage counseling. But I was going to say like she's looking at it as like a a aesthetics reasons, not for health reasons, which Mm -hmm. I hope your doctor is doing. I have no idea, but I hope that's what your doctor is doing. Uh, Oh yeah. My, my,
0: uh, (laughs) I have like some liver enzyme things that are like, yeah, it's not due to alcohol or anything, which is surprising. He was like, due to it's not due to alcohol because A, B, C, D. But I think it has to do with, you know, you being morbidly obese. I'm like, okay, right. well,
1: thank you. So your your doctor's an ass, but at least he's like trying to look after your health. You know what I mean? He's doing it. Yeah,
0: no, no. It's definitely health-based. Of course, I would be in better health if I was 40 pounds lighter, doctor. Right. But yeah, he was like, yeah, I don't have to give you medication. You're not like in a bad place. Yeah. He was like, you know. You'd like to stop the trend. And
1: I'm like, okay, yeah, I hear you. But imagine, imagine you walk into his office. He's like, damn, you should lose uh, 40 pounds because you're ugly.
0: <laughs> Could you imagine? Yeah, that's fucking,
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: And this is supposed to be someone that is looking out for your entire being. Yeah. You know what I mean? This is, and I don't think therapists or counselor, because they don't say therapist. I don't think they can give you medical advice like that. No. I don't know. I've never been to therapy. I would like to go. Uh, but yeah, I don't know if they could tell that's you like, shocking that you haven't been to therapy since you have a therapy, but I have proudly been to uh, therapy. Yeah. I will say that. That's why I haven't bought the hoodie. If I'm being completely <laughs> honest with you, cause I, I feel like a fraud if I do. That's fair. Uh, but yes. Yeah. I don't know. I, I just feel like that's not allowed yeah. to do. I don't know. I don't know. Especially cause she doesn't have your medical health history. She's just right. looking at you and being like, yeah, you could lose weight. Of course you could. You should actually.
1: But like any, any, for me anyway, like a marriage counselor would be like, yeah, you gained weight or initially cause you were comfortable in your relationship and that's, sh- that's healthy in a different way. You know what I mean? Like that's, that's a healthy relationship. Um, yeah. So encouraging that's probably a good thing. I, I, I don't know. We're not qualified to comment on that stuff, but the comments definitely seem out of pocket. And Out of
0: pocket. Yeah, for At a minimum. Okay. And then she says, what my husband did and says to me that hurt my feelings. One, he said, quote unquote, your belly keeps jiggling. <sighs> he said this during sex when I was eight months pregnant. Holy dude. And he said it as an excuse for why he lost his boner. I just got irritated and put my shirt on for his erection to come back. I just really wanted to have sex and he really ruined it by throwing my biggest insecurity in my face while we were making love. Dude. Two. He watches porn of small petite hot girls. There it is. Yeah. He's
1: fetishizing uh, women in general. Uh, Unrealistic body standards. Yeah.
0: Three. He's embarrassed to be seen with me in public. He makes less eye contact with me, and sometimes he walks a few inches away from me when we're in public. An example, we are walking into a grocery store together, and he walks in front of me, and I go to grab his arm to tell him to slow down. Four, his coworkers thought I was his mom? What the fuck? We ran into his coworkers one day, and I met them, and they were nice to my face, but I knew something was up. When my husband and I got home, I was bugging him about it, and he told me that his co-workers thought I was his mom. This hurt my feelings because ever since I did gain weight, I do look a little older. I'm 26 years old, and I feel like I look like I'm in my mid to late 30s. They told him that they imagined him with someone who was more within his look range because my husband is handsome, tall, and fit. Oh, I was hot, too, but shit happened, and this makes me feel even worse than any of the rest of my list. In college, I used to be the girl where people would say about my ex-boyfriends, quote, ew, what are you doing with this guy or that guy? They are not in the same
1: league as you. I mean, asshole as, as well, <laughs> but. <laughs> yeah, not great. Holy shit, your husband is the definition of garbage. Like, yes, any of these comments by themselves or any of these actions by themselves, divorceable, like that's crazy. Uh, I'm sure, you're not, say, I'm sure no. you're not even done the uh, list. I was going to say, I'm sure you're not even done. I just wanted to tell, say that. No, yeah. <sighs> uh,
0: number five, my husband always thinks about my skinny and more fit body. He even has old nudes of me from when I was 19 to 22 and he jerks off to my old body. What the- Six, my husband gave me an ultimatum. He told me I need to lose all the weight I gained in two years. My husband has bought me a treadmill that I can use at home, and I used it consistently for about three months, but then I started slowing down on it, and now I haven't touched it in like three weeks. I've tried dieting, but it never lasts long. I do have time to work on myself since my husband does take care of the baby. Oh, she wrote, does take care of his baby once he gets home from work, but I can't just stick to the routine. It gets hard, and then I stop. Our marriage counselor recommended that we make our marriage work and then we can get past this if my husband stops reminding me about my fat and if I can stay on track with my health.
1: I mean, I know we have therapists who listen, so let us know uh, if this is on par uh, for what a therapist recommend. For me, it seems crazy. That. Uh, that's a whole side issue because your husband's a piece of shit for not loving you for who you are. Like, I mean, we were talking about uh, like my metabolism before this. There's going to be a time where my metabolism gives out and I just, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's going to happen someday. And I know like Sienna will still love me for who I am and never uh, make me feel terrible for, you know, if I gain weight. And that's how your partner should be. It should be like, sure, I want my my partner to be healthy, uh, but that's because I want them to live longer than with me. Uh, yeah. But I would never make them feel bad about. Gaining weight, especially someone who has gone through pregnancy or is going through pregnancy. I forget if she had the baby or was still no. Pregnant. Yeah, she had the baby. Okay, so a, a, a million different factors there. Then uh, that's that's the mother of your child. She should be the most beautiful person in your eyes, no matter what. Um, if you have an issue being attracted to her, maybe take a look in the mirror. I, I'll press. The, I won't press the button, but you know what I'm, I'm thinking. Um, yeah, because it's probably your porn addiction and your fetishization of these petite women that y- you keep watching and you see these unrealistic body standards and then you compare them to your wife. Like stop watching porn first off. That's a good start. I don't know why your therapist hasn't recommended that shit. And, and then like make your wife feel like the most beautiful person in the world. Uh, for me, mm-hmm. for me at this point, fuck him, get rid of him, get, yeah. find someone else that, uh, will accept you and, and make you feel beautiful. But uh, for me, that's where the pit therapist should have started was porn addiction and then move from there. But uh, I guess not. Who knows? Uh, so yeah, crazy to me. I would say divorce personally uh, or at, least, at minimum a better therapist that will help yeah. you and back you in your corner.
0: Uh, I
1: gotta say
0: it sounds like the way this was written that OP is like like brainwashed or manipulated because she feels sad, but she's also
1: is just like, it's my it fault, is my fault, though, yeah. well, which is
0: so not true.
1: Right. But, uh, but that's that's I mean, that's society and her husband and the therapist telling her this shit. So what else is she supposed to think? Am I right? Yeah. Like, which it is sucks. Not how you should think. I'm not saying that. But like she's put in a situation where everyone around her is criticizing her weight how else is she supposed to feel good about herself and and not be brainwashed by that it's it's terrible and i i mean i'm sure reddit told her that these things are not okay and hopefully she takes that advice and and realizes what a shitty husband and therapist she has and uh Mm -hmm. can can get to a better spot where she realizes this is not okay yeah that one was a tough read yeah Kind of a bummer to end
0: it there and go to a break but that's just <laughs> what we got to do sometimes we'll be right back wicked maniacs it's gonna be may and you know what that means warmer sunnier
1: plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Thank you Factor for supporting the show. And we're back. Sean,
0: you love me for my body, right? I love you for you, brother. Thank you. <laughs> you could you could stop looking
1: like Chris Evans any day and I'd still love you, brother. I'm going to be honest, this this camera angle and these angles don't make me look the best. So <laughs> uh, Trust me, you look better than me if I was at that angle. <laughs> well, I've just got a lot of layers. on. I'm very hot right now, too. I've got a lot of layers. Yeah. On. but anyway. Yeah,
0: I wish it, if I was sitting in that position, it would not be the layers. It would be my morbidly obese body. <laughs> Thank you, doctor. For giving me that crisis. <laughs> yeah, for giving me that. Oh, jeez. All right. We move on, but we are not completely moved on from shitty men, because here we go. This is a woman who can't look past her lackluster proposal. Mm-hmm. This is cross-posted from r slash relationship ground score advice from... It's like an all-goat episode from Phoebe the Fan. I like how you're surprised by it when you
1: pick the stories.
0: (laughs) Yeah, 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 I know. (laughs) I type it up and then I forget until I read it again. Oh, yeah. Memory of a goldfish over here. (laughs) All right. My fiance and I have been together for eight years. As a whole, we have a great, stable relationship, but... I can't move past my constant disappointment from his proposal. I didn't receive a, this is why I love you speech or a grand gesture of asking me to marry him. He never even got down on one knee. Not that that's the end of the world, but it's just painting the picture. It was the last day of our camping trip that I really thought he was going to propose. That evening, he only wanted to go fishing. So I sat in my kayak, probably seven feet away from his kayak, And I cried to myself for over an hour that it wasn't going to happen since he didn't propose at any beautiful hiking viewpoints or any of the sunsets throughout the week. And we were leaving in the morning when we brought our kayaks in after fishing until dark. He went to the truck, came back and handed me a ring box saying, quote unquote, this should make you happy. And that's it. That's all. I booked the same campsite on the same lake on the same day this year and hinted to him over and over again that he could make it up to me. He did not even acknowledge that it was our anniversary of the engagement. We are supposed to get married in August, but I can't move forward from this. I cry when my friends get beautiful engagements. I cry watching rom-coms. I feel nothing but disappointment that I will never experience this gesture of love that I have dreamed about my whole life. Anytime we have a disagreement or I feel unwanted by him, I'm just reminded of the disappointment I feel in regards to the proposal. I don't even enjoy looking at my beautiful ring because it does not bring me any happy memories. This feeling is clouding the way I feel about him, even though he has never treated me poorly, cap, he's definitely treated me <laughs> poorly, <laughs> and that he is my best friend. I don't want to ruin my relationship over this, but I don't know how to move on. He said he can't change how things happened, which is true, but it's also been over a year, and I can't seem to move past my disappointment. What a
1: what an excuse! I can't change that I did that. You could make active moves to do better, (laughs) remedy it. Yeah, Yeah, to remedy it, or to
0: she gave you the fucking (sighs) perfect chance. To redo the proposal. Yeah. She booked it herself. She did all the work. <laughs> and then you just took it as a normal camping trip. Oh. You didn't even acknowledge that it was the anniversary of the engagement. Uh you just ignored all her hints yeah. of wanting a
1: redo. That's crazy. Oh man. Like that's tough. I don't I don't know if you can bounce back. This this is the, this is giving me the uh, you know, because she's like, we've like our relationship's perfect, and then Gives me the the feeling that their Instagram post for anniversary is like through the ups and downs. (laughs) That's how it starts. (laughs) You've been there for me.
0: (laughs) I don't know. It sounds like nothing but downs. I don't know what to tell you. Um, Look, it's like the fact that she wrote this whole thing and then still at the end wrote, like, he's done nothing wrong. He definitely has. He definitely has because you've been feeling this way for over a year. This will
1: make you happy is a crazy thing to say when handing someone their engagement. ring.
0: (laughs) Okay. You're fucking fishing and you notice you're the woman you're going to propose to crying. Yeah. And then you still fish for another hour. Oh, insane.
1: (laughs) And then after fishing is when you're like, all right, fine. Shut up. Here it is. Like crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And and like there are people out there who who don't get what the big deal about proposals is. But they're like if your partner thinks it's a big deal, it should be a big deal to you. You should Mm. care about that because you care about them. And so the proposal should reflect that. If you don't care about them, you get this kind of proposal. (laughs) And that's where I'm at, where I'm like, I don't think he loves you. (laughs) I don't think he cares enough to realize this is important to you which is yeah. a huge red flag for me. And so I, you gotta, you got, you can't settle down with this person cause he no. won't change. He hasn't even made the for a, it's been a year and he hasn't made strides to remedy that. So what do you think he's going to be like in a relationship? Uh, forever, forever. Right. You know what I mean? Uh, so for me, it's a, it's a, well, not a divorce, uh, 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 break up the engagement and find someone who will uh, propose properly and care about you.
0: Look, when you are engaged, this is when you should be on your absolute fucking best behavior. Cause this is fucking make it or break it time. It could be very stressful planning the wedding and all of that stuff. (laughs) And this is like, yeah. And it's just like, okay, if this, you know, this is probably the most stressful time we've had as a couple if we are not getting along now and like being able to find compromise and making each other happy now, I don't want to imagine the rest of life. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cause while this is the hardest thing we've done as a couple now, it won't be when we're married, we're, house bills, kids, financial issues. It's only going to get harder. So if, yep. like if you're having a bad time while you're engaged, I would say it's probably time to look on if you should stay uh, with that person because this is the first of many tests, and if it's already failing, I don't know. It's probably it's probably Dunsky. Like, I would immediately, like Josh, I would fucking break up with this dude because it's not something you should look past, especially after being upset for a year and then fucking booking the exact scenario for him to redo it, and then he doesn't. Yeah. Like, that immediately. <laughs> after that trip, I'd be like, all right, well, I guess we're done, yeah, right? Yeah, you like, don't it's care. It's over. <laughs>
1: Yeah. You don't give a shit. Yeah. And for guys out there, uh, proposals aren't hard. You know what I mean? Like it takes effort for sure, but it's not hard to do (laughs) like, uh, and, and saying something that you telling the person you care about them getting on one knee, you know, making it a special night. It's not that it's not difficult. It just takes some effort, some level of care, uh, to be put into it. You can fuck up things. I fucked up on my proposal. I'd have I fucked up what I said. I can't remember. I wrote down like a speech, tried to memorize it, fucked it up. Same. She didn't care. It was the, it was the effort and like the, the moment, uh, which was magical. And that's just to show that you care about this person, that you will care about them going forward.
0: Yeah. Agreed. Dump his ass. (laughs) All right. We're moving on to the last story of the day. Unless you're a patron, (gasps) this is cross posted from, Off my chest from Savantology, or Savantology, uh, a fiance who gets too close to his fiance's family. Mm. I, 30 year old female, got engaged in March of this year to E, 31 year old male. We've been dating for the last three years. It was heavenly bliss until I introduced him to my family. We went home to meet my family as it was important to him to get their blessing. I didn't care either way, but I did it to make him happy. Everyone was very welcoming of him and seemed genuinely happy for us. Before the trip was over, my eldest brother suggested a sibling partners camping trip in a cabin up north for us to bond and to get to know my fiancé away from our parents. I was reluctant, as I typically
1: don't spend this much time back home, but eventually agreed. So, wait, they had been dating for three years and he just met the parents? Is that what's happening? It sounds like. That's wild. but
0: it Sounds like she's not very close to her family.
1: I, Which is fine. Yeah, I guess that's fair. But, I mean, they seem fine so far. Anyway.
0: <laughs> the trip was going well, so I let my guard down and decided to enjoy being in the mountains with my siblings. However, the day before the trip was over, everything changed. My sister and her husband were on their 17th argument of the day, and it was only 11 a.m. She's... <laughs> Her husband stormed out and she stayed there just crying. Now, I don't do well with other people's emotions. So I suggested that we take a hike just to clear everyone's head. My fiance suggested that maybe just the siblings go so that my sister could talk freely if she needed to. I asked if he was sure. And he stated he'd just check some emails while we were out. Okay. Early on the hike, my sister said that she wanted to go home. I offered to walk her back, but she said she needed to clear her mind. So I continued the hike with my brother, and she went back to the cabin alone. After the hike, my brother and his wife wanted to explore more, but I just wanted to shower, so I headed back to the cabin. My sister's car was still outside, even though it was a couple hours later in the day. Oh, no. I ignored it and went inside. I heard soft moans coming from upstairs and then a familiar grunt. I went upstairs only to see my fiance and my sister together in the worst way. Holy fuck. Something broke inside of me. I took a picture of what I saw, quietly grabbed my things, left my ring on the counter. I left and then sent a picture to the family group chat and then turned off my phone. The next day I had 47 missed calls from my family and 75-plus texts from my fiancé. Apparently, her husband got the text as he was returning to the cabin and wasn't so kind to my (laughs) fiancé. Initially, I felt justified in my actions. I hate it, but I did. However, I now know that even though what they did was terrible, what I did was also wrong. Sending that picture to the family chat was gross, and innocent family members didn't deserve to get dragged into that. My engagement is over and I have removed myself from the family group chat and I haven't spoken to anyone about it since. These last few months have just felt so empty.
1: I just want to move past this, but I don't know how to. Damn, that got crazy real quick because I was like, oh, he's he's a good guy. He's like, oh yeah, go up with your siblings so that you can like, so she can vent to you guys and feel open about it. Like feel comfortable talking to you guys. Like what a, what a twist. What happened in that 20 minutes? That- Like, I just don't understand. (laughs) Crazy. Uh, I mean, good that the engagement's done. You're done with him. Probably done with your sister for a long time, which is fair. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I get where you're coming from being like, yeah, I probably shouldn't have sent it to the whole family. But I understand in your rage why you did that. So, yeah. I mean, was it the right decision? Probably not. but, But I understand where you're coming from and like being that hurt and just wanting to hurt them as well. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, I'm sorry you went through that. Pretty fucking awful. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Cause I like Josh, I agree. Not the best decision to make. Uh, I'm sure your brother and your parents really didn't like seeing that picture. Yeah. Uh, and probably your sister-in-law, your brother's wife. Um, so just not great all in all, you know, it would have been good maybe to just only send to your sister's husband. Maybe. But also, you know, by sending it, they're probably on your side. You know, a lot of these times, like these Reddit cheating stories where the sister or the brother ends up with, you know, the ex of their sibling, uh, oftentimes the family's like, can you just reconcile already? It's not that big of a deal. Get over it. This is like first time meeting (laughs) he fucks your sister. Like, that's bad. There's no fucking... There's, yeah, there's no way coming back from that. Uh, so at least you have that. I, 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 it sucks that, you know, you haven't talked to anybody. I feel like that's gotta be real lonely. Um, yeah. uh, but maybe, you know,
1: that's also on them for not reaching out to you. I mean, uh, also fuck your sister. I feel we haven't said that enough. Like, <laughs> Oh, for sure. Crazy if, of her to do that. Fuck the sister.
0: Fuck the ex fiance. Yeah. Yeah. Some fucking low down.
1: If your relationship's. Shit. Fucking terrible! Don't destroy other people's relationships, like especially, like that's your blood, that's your sister. How, like, how dare you uh, do that to her? Yeah, uh, terrible. Uh, that's an awful story. Yeah, how many were awful ones yeah, you got, just, Sean? <laughs>
0: no, that's we're ending it on that. Woo! Uh, just kidding. We we still have a segment from the amazing Underbaki. I should have pulled it up. Pulling it up now. <laughs> We'll hit a break. <laughs> But we're not ending it there. We have a segment from the amazing Underbaki. This is another, is
1: OP okay? <laughs> also, we, so the last one we did was the OJ one, I believe, right? OJ. I think so. Uh, and a lot of people were against uh, the OP in that, being like, yeah, calling it OJ is fine. Like a lot of, a lot of them were saying, uh, kids have tough times saying orange. And so OJ is just easier for oh. them. So it starts off that way. Okay. I, th- I mean, we we
0: did we agree? I forget what we said. Uh,
1: we were kind of like, you, or I think you were just like, I understand the annoyance, but who cares kind of thing. I think that's where we landed. Yeah, not a big deal. <laughs>
0: yeah. All right. Well, if you don't know what we're talking about, this segment, your boys will read two posts from the cringiest parts of the internet and be faced with the ultimate question. Is this poster Okay. So this first post is from r slash unpopular opinions. Avocado and guacamole are not interchangeable and we need to stop treating them like they are. I went to get a burger today at this new burger place and one of their burgers had the option to have avocado on it. So here I'm thinking I'm going to get maybe one or two nice slices of creamy avocado and my life will be good. But no. It was a sad, frozen guacamole mix that they use at every other restaurant, complete with all the burger-ruining spices that entail. But it's not just burger shops, Subway, delis. Every food place has an avocado option now, but it's always fucking guac. <laughs> yes, I know avocado is expensive, but when I see it on the menu, I expect it. Not some nasty pre-packaged guacamole. I'm paying extra for that creamy goodness, not for some sad blend of spices cooked up in a factory. Rant over, I guess. <laughs> I mean,
1: so now, Wikimaniacs, is this poster okay? That's tough, cause I love guacamole, even the cheap garbage. I shit. love <laughs> guac. So I'm and like, also,
0: I don't know how many spices go in guac.
1: It's yeah, Salt,
0: pepper, guacamole, onions, and tomato. It's This
1: person's white.
0: <laughs> yeah, sure. That's way too many spices. I mean, <laughs> you could put spices in there to make like a spicy guac. I've for seen sure. that before.
1: But, but I think but that would enhance the burger for me yeah, personally. Nothing's crazy so, about that. This is for me. Uh, if this person knows that every restaurant is like this and they keep ordering it. Kind then you got to ask you. prior to ordering <laughs> yeah. it, right?
0: You you got to ask prior. So is it really avocado like is it avocado slices or guac?
1: Can I see before what the avocado you looks avocado looks like? Like you got to check. Uh and, yeah. then, and then you know. And then you could be like, "Okay, no, I'm actually good." Uh, I
0: would like slices of avocado. Yeah. This person I, you know, I'm glad you said it, but I think this person is definitely white. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, guacamole I, is- I
1: love avocado too. Uh,
0: oh, for sure.
1: A good avocado on toast with some egg. Ooh, that's a good that's a good oh, breakfast. Yeah. Uh, I'm getting hungry now, actually. Yeah, uh, I
0: also am getting hungry.
1: But uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think they're okay in the general sense, but like it's kind of on you for not double checking.
0: Yeah, you could definitely <laughs> remedy this situation, but I do think this person is okay. I get being frustrated about it, for but sure. at a certain point- Like you said, if you know that most restaurants are doing guac, you got to confirm prior to ordering.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: All right. Poster number two. This is also from r slash unpopular opinion. Ooh, starts off hot. (laughs) No. Burnt hair smells good. Oh, this person's not okay. (laughs) (laughs) I genuinely can't understand why people say it's gross. It makes me hungry. It smells just like grilling meat and it's just such a good smell. I genuinely love smelling it. It's kind of comforting even. So I don't get why people say it smells bad. It smells literally like food. So that's completely incomprehensible. It should be an objectively good smell actually. Like motorcycle gasoline or acetone. It's so strong and deep and it reminds you of well-done crispy meat. And what's gross about that? I wonder if it's sort of like a cilantro thing, which because of genetics for some people, including myself, it tastes soapy. Because that's the only reasonable explanation I can think of. Does anyone else like the smell out here? Because there's
1: no way I'm alone in this. This truly has to be an unpopular opinion. (laughs) If you think burnt hair smells like food you are cooking your food wrong because <laughs> I I've, think you might be
0: a cannibal I don't, <laughs> I don't know in what world this would be an enjoyable smell
1: yeah because okay. I don't
0: think it's inherently like a bad like oh my god I'm gonna throw up smell no oh, but I also would not, not classify good. this as something I would like to smell yeah so, also mo what did he say? Motorcycle gasoline or
1: acetone? Are those good smells? I, I will say the smell of gas is like I don't know. I wouldn't. I don't know if I'd call it a good smell, but it's not a. It's a. It's not a bad smell to me.
0: It's not a bad smell, but I don't know how many colognes are being like and hints of
1: gasoline. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, exactly. Uh, weird, weird comparisons, but yeah. So one time when we were in college, uh, I was lighting my barbecue and it wouldn't light. And so I had it on for a bit as I was trying to light oh, it. God. It just fucking flamed up, burnt my beard and, and a lot of my hair. And, uh, that's all I could smell for two weeks. So it reminds me of that to be honest. Uh, and it's not a good smell for me. It was, uh, it was very traumatic. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. I dying. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I don't think this person is okay. I'll deem that.
0: Yeah. I think I'll agree with you. I don't think this person's okay. <laughs>
1: They might eat people. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, they might want the taste of flesh, it sounds
1: like. And I'm very worried.
0: <laughs> but that is it for this episode. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, as always with every Monday episode that I host, I got to give a shout out to all the Venmos. So here we go. Rebecca writes, to be honest, I can't think of a funny joke. So here's a quarter. <laughs> they send a quarter. So it's good job. thank you, Rebecca. Kat writes, here's $1 until I can sub to the rich, rich Patreon to support Sean, Josh and Jine. <laughs> we love the, they jine. the dollar as a dollar for the Jine. <laughs> Gotta love the Jine. Next up is Sarah who writes no thoughts, just Agtha. And then sends a Instagram reel about a book where a woman Wants to make love to a praying mantis, not a man shaped praying mantis, but a prey mantis. Hmm. Uh, and works in a lab with a laser that can make things giant, but she accidentally somehow turns herself into a praying mantis. And then her <laughs> and the prey mantis Get have wild sex. Okay, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they send a dollar. All right. I want,
1: I want Wikimaniacs to name the praying mantis. We have Agtha, which is the roach. What is the praying mantis? Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Let's just keep on making bug merch. Yeah. All right. Next up, we have Sarah who writes, I'm the one that sent $1.99 for 199 episodes. Oh. And I'm so impressed that you pronounced my name correctly. I had to reward you with more. Thanks for being a source of laughter and joy in a messy world. Heart emoji.
1: Oh, thank you very much. Send
0: a dollar sixty nine. Thank you, Sarah. Um, Jasmine. Oh, oh, my bad. I have I don't have it on the camera. Nice. Sixty (laughs) nine, brother. The sickest number. All right. Jasmine writes, I quit my job. Hell yeah. Here's money as I celebrate breaking the shackles from corporate bullshit and finally pursuing what makes me happy. Woo. Love you guys. That's awesome. Yeah, hell yeah. Even though I don't know who this Sean person is that everyone keeps talking about. Who the fuck is Purple that Heart guy? emoji. <laughs> who the fuck is that guy? I don't have no Jasmine idea. Jasmine sent $3.33. And hell yeah, Jasmine, fucking congrats on that shit. Yeah,
1: we love to hear it. Proud of you. John's going to be jealous, but we support oh, yeah. you.
0: <laughs> we support and we're happy. Yeah. All right. Next up, we have Karen who writes What that giant do? <laughs> I'm cackling. <laughs> they send $10.
1: We all got to see what that giant do. (laughs)
0: uh, Yeah. You want to see what that giant do? Buy tickets to our live Live show. show. We'll be spreading eagle. (laughs) All right. Next up, we have Jessica who writes $1 toward the fund for a bucket hat that says, who the F is Sean? $1 to a fund to censor the F word because I don't cuss, but I really, really, really need this hat in my life. Also, $1 to Josh because he's my favorite. Oh, One dollar to John. I mean, John. They spell J-O-N. I mean, J-O-H-N. It's actually John. So he can finally, yeah, (laughs) I mean, John. So I can quit that corporate, or so he can finally quit that corporate life. And one dollar to Sean, because he's my (gasps) BFF, Effie's
1: favorite. Oh, well, thank you
0: very much. Also, you've been pronouncing Effie wrong. It's pronounced F A. Like just saying the two letters, not Effie from the Hunger Games. Oh, that makes sense. Which, FA, I've said your name so many times, I apologize. But also, (laughs) we've been writing messages via the Venmo. You you could have let me know. I would have fixed it. I would have fixed it.
1: That's funny. Thank you very much. Uh, Full disclosure, I am working on Who the F is, Sean Merch. Uh, Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, so... Uh, it's not going to be super elaborate, but I will be doing it. I'll probably do a censored and uncensored version for those who want that. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Some people
0: might really want to see the whole fuck.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Oh, and she also says, and here's five more dollars because I love y'all with the non parasocial love to its total stranger. No pressure, but keep making amazing content for us
1: or else. So a total of $10 from Jessica. Thank you very much, Jessica. That felt like pressure at the end, but we'll, we'll take it. We'll, we'll go. We'll keep making (laughs) content. (laughs) I can't promise the quality of it, but we'll be here. We'll be
0: here. Uh, Jessica's best friend (gasps) F.A. is back. She writes $1 in support of Jessica's Venmo. (laughs) To which Eileen responded, Another dollar in support of Heather's Venmo, Whoa. or in support of Jessica's Venmo. Love you guys. Wow, so two more dollars. A chain in support of Jessica. <laughs> you love to see it. We do. And then Lauren with her monthly donation. Oh Jesus! Right. Just listen to the episode with F A shout out. Hi F A heart emoji, and they send thirty dollars. Oh Again, my goodness! Thank you so a much, patron. Lauren. And then you send an extra every month. Is Is wild. Thank you so much. Uh, And yeah, thank you to everybody who Venmoed. I'm happy that we're finally pronouncing a phase name correctly. Uh, I feel bad that I was doing that for, I believe we went like 69 days. How many days did
1: we go? We went a (laughs) long time.
0: (laughs) Oh, but I do have a comment because I was tagged that I'd like to read. Go ahead. A goat first per Sean energy wrote tagging user Sean Hemsworth, which is not me. I don't know. Who who could that that be? Anyways, yeah, I don't know. But to make sure that Sean sees someone that is standing up for Sean's everywhere. And they were replying to Want to Live to 100, who wrote, let's all agree, most Sean's are really cool and handsome and funny and great lovers. So I just... You know, you got to read that when you see it. What can I do? I'm
1: very curious to see what your alt account is. And if it
0: is also that one
1: (laughs) just having You're also first per Sean energy. You're just having conversations with yourself.
0: (laughs) When I read that, I was like, do I have another Reddit account? Actually, did I write this?
1: Is this me? (laughs) Is this me? That's funny. I love that. Josh, do you have any comments that you'd like to read? Yeah. So super disappointed with our audience this, this past week, uh, for a very specific reason, uh, made me super sad. We had a bunch of comments in support of the tangy barbecue, uh, chicken McNugget. Oh, my
0: people.
1: There was about, there was a handful of people that were like, I'm in the tangy barbecue, uh, gang or whatever. (laughs) I'm like, you motherfuckers. You sick, sick Tangy fucks. gang, stand up.
0: <laughs> Tang gang. Tang
1: gang. Uh, so I had to bring that to light, Sean, cause I knew we were roasting you about it. So just to let you know, you were, I not got roasted alone. by
0: y'all and my, uh, in real life friends. friends. So I'm like, man, I'm getting fucking rusted on <laughs> all sides. But Tang gang always
1: wins. We rise. We, we rise. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you start at a low point when you eat the Tang. So you, yeah. you can only <laughs> There's rise only up. up. There's only up. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so I thought I'd bring that one to the table. I appreciate it. We got a comment here from Debbie, who's a new patron. Says, hello, guys. New patron here. I've been a listener for a while now, but finally became a patron. I just had a baby. So me and her are are home alone and you three are great company to us. Whenever I'm putting her to sleep in the middle of the night, I keep listening to you in one ear and that makes me so much more patient to wait while she falls deep asleep before trying to put her down. Honestly, it just made the whole uh, thing better for both of us as I am distracted from my back pain Uh, and I can give her all the time she needs. So thanks for that big hugs from Brazil. So Debbie congratulations on the new baby. Uh, that's awesome
0: congrats that's fucking
1: sick yeah Uh, i hope congrats i I hope your new baby doesn't grow up listening to us uh (laughs) should yeah Yeah. that can't be good (laughs) That can't be healthy uh (laughs) but we're it's nice to know that we can give you some sort of comfort while you are uh uh, caring for her so uh, that's awesome to hear i hope that back heals up yes yes i hope that gets better too but yeah thank you for joining
0: the patreon and uh uh, I hope we can continue to help make those rough nights a little better.
1: Yes. Uh, we got Charlene with a review, five stars uh, titled oh, Former thank Lurker, you. New Listener. A few months ago, I restarted my Reddit addiction, and my algorithm very quickly knew I liked to hear piping hot tea. This meant the Reddit on Wiki page was all over my homepage. I loved to scroll it. It was the best of the best of Am I the Asshole and other stories, in my opinion. Well, one day I'm scrolling TikTok. Uh, do I have a, an addiction to consuming media? <laughs> uh, I see and hear John, Josh, and Sean. I was so surprised when I heard and I was—I realized, oh my God, is this a podcast? <laughs> so I started listening <laughs> because I was like, oh, cool. I can have someone read me my Reddit tea. I came for the stories, but stayed for the laughs. The relationship you three have with one another is really cool and really makes your podcast better, th- better than many others. Thank you for being my... Oh, I appreciate it. Uh, W-F-H? WFH? WFH. Work from home? That's what it... Oh, my... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thank you for being my work from home go-to and keeping me company. That oh, makes sense. I'm stupid. My bad. Nice. Oh, uh, no, you're good. <laughs> too long, didn't read. Had no idea you were a podcast when I joined the sub. Laugh my ass off.
0: <laughs> you are not alone, you are, I gotta say. the majority, I think. You, yeah, <laughs> I would say probably... At least 90%
1: (laughs) has no fucking clue that we exist. Yeah. Well, when you see the numbers that some of the posts get, like billions of views, you're like, yeah, none of these people know who we are. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Because we're not getting millions of downloads. It would be nice. It would be nice. Yeah, come on. It would be nice. Uh, So I thought that one was funny. And then last one here that I think you'll enjoy, Sean, is from Mallory. Uh, They give us a five star and said, my faves. They say, hi guys, I'm a long-time li- long-term listener, I think over a year, which is crazy, and I Thank just you. wanted to take the time to finally express how much I truly love and appreciate y'all, but specifically how I have unconsciously picked up phrases and words y'all say into my everyday life, <laughs> whether out loud or in my head. I want to say a good chunk of them are Sean phrases like brother. Uh, <laughs> I say it when I'm frustrated with men or whoa. <laughs> I even started <laughs> quoting... Uh, I think you should leave, even though I've never seen it. I will eventually, I promise. Uh, But I integrate it into my vocab every day, which I think it's sweet because uh, I pick up the same things with my own friends. So in a way, we are like friends. Uh, Anywho, just thank you all for being amazing, sweet humans who are a really great example of what men should be like. You got a fan for life in me. So Mallory, thank you very much. Uh, Thank you so much. Sean has a lot of phrases that I have also introduced into my own life. <laughs> <laughs> so I say that's crazy a lot. And I never used to say that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. That's crazy. I, I, I hope I'm not making people <laughs> dumber by using my words. Dude, but... I, I actually use midscore in my real life now. Like I say that <laughs> and... <laughs> and oh, it's just I've ruined so many people <laughs> lower score I say that too. people are, I saw someone comment the other day it was like lower score must be a Canadian thing because I call it a hyphen or something something along that <laughs> line so I was like this is not our fault <laughs> we're so removed that
0: people might have no idea it's like the episodes why we say up. that shit it's
1: more yeah probably. that was a
0: while ago for sure oh,
1: it's crazy
0: Oh, my goodness. So,
1: yeah, I thought you'd enjoy those ones. Uh, Hell, yeah. Super funny.
0: (laughs) Thank you, Josh, for bringing those to light. And thank you to everybody who wrote comments. Uh, We love reading them. We love hearing them. So thanks, y'all. Yeah. But uh, that's it for this wonderful Monday. We'll see you Tuesday if you're a patron. We'll see you Friday if you're not. And we'll see you Saturday if you bought a (gasps) ticket, which you should have. I'll see you Friday, Sean. And I'll see you Friday. We're going to have some delicious food. I got I to gotta tell you, Josh, I'm watching John's stories in Tokyo and I'm like, I'm scared <laughs> to bring him anywhere. He's going to fucking hate all of he's it. He's going to have high quality. Because he just came <laughs> back from... Yeah, he's going to be like, this actually tastes like shit. This is what Sean likes. Yeah. And I'm like,
1: you just got back from Japan, man. He's going uh, to come back a whole new giant. We're not going to know what to do. He's going to be a pain in the giant for sure. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. We'll see you later this week. Love you. Bye. Bye.